0: To meet such quality people and as far as i'm concerned and i want to say this and i think it's very biblical i think i think you people are salt of the earth and i want to tell you that i am thankful for you and so i'm going to give you a hand now if you fire me tomorrow we're going to take it back i'm kidding i'm kidding all right here we go if you would i'd like for you to take a look up here um i'd like for you to take a look up at the screen because I want to start today. I want to start with a picture and obviously hey here it is Obviously, I want to tell you happy Thanksgiving. I, I hope each one of you in here. I hope your families. I hope you're blessed I hope you have a glorious uh, holiday. Uh, I really and truly do. I hope you have a glorious holiday But I want you to take a look at this picture and I want you to look right here And obviously if you're on this side or you're looking right in here and give me a little hand here real quick if you don't mind What are we looking at? Cornucopia. Now, how many of you in here know that cornucopia is really composed of two words, cornu and copia? Cornu means ram's horn, and copia means plenty. Now, when you look at that, you see an item that is kind of made of wicker. I understand that. But if you went back in time, if you went back into antiquity, you would be looking at something that looked more like this. Oh, and by the way, I'll tell you right now so you'll know. If you go, and I don't know what you use, um, you know, it's funny, I used to carry... I used to carry this big, heavy concordance. It was called the Strong's Exhaustive Concordance. I always said it would make you stronger and exhaust you to carry it around, yes. But that's what I used to use. Well, now I just use BibleGateway.com. So if you go to BibleGateway.com and you type in Cornucopia, you're not going to find Cornucopia in the Scriptures. But I tell you what you will find. You will find the Hebrew shofar. So what I'm showing you right here, the Hebrew term for this, is shofar. And what it is, is it is a ram's horn. Now, how many of you are familiar with the story of when they marched around Jericho, and finally on the last day when they marched around Jericho, they blew their trumpets and the walls came crumbling down? How many of you are familiar with that story? They blew ram's horns. They blew the shofar. Now, this is also referred to, and I want you to take a look at this picture if you would, and I really, you know, I really want us to think about this today. I want us to think about how fortunate we are to live in the United States of America. How many of you feel, come on, how many of you feel that we are fortunate to live in the United States of America? How many of you feel that we truly live in the land of milk and honey? I'm going to tell you right now, as far as I'm concerned, we live in the land of milk and honey. But what you're looking at right here, the, this ram's horn, So those people marched all around Jericho, and they blew this ram's horn. But this ram's horn also became used as a cornucopia. Now, how do I know that? Well, I'll tell you how I know that. You're looking at some Jewish coins. Obviously, you're looking at a Jewish coin on the left-hand side of your screen that, as I said before, would date back to antiquity. Maybe even back to the Maccabean time frame. But you're looking at a Jewish coin with a cornucopia. And then here, you're looking, at, you're looking at a much more up-to-date coin, once again, with two cornucopia. Now, here it is, because here's what's interesting. Here's what's interesting about the cornucopia. It may very well be that the cornucopia, at one point in time, was a little bit more of a pagan symbol... Before it kind of got adopted, before it kind of got adopted into some of the Jewish, you know, lore or Jewish practice. So here's the question. Hey, here's the question. If the cornucopia, if you don't really find necessarily the term cornucopia in the scripture. And by the way, so, so maybe, I, maybe I didn't say this, so maybe I'll go back for just a second. So I want to go back to the very first picture. What is the purpose of the cornucopia? What is the purpose of the cornucopia? To show, as the, as the items flow out of that ram's horn, because this one is wicker, but if it were coming out of the horn of plenty, what would be the purpose of the cornucopia? To show God's bountiful blessings, amen? But if the cornucopia isn't even necessarily, you know, if it kind of came into their culture later on, here's the million-dollar question. The million-dollar question is, would God be supportive of that? By the way, I'm kind of curious, and maybe you do, maybe you don't, but I'm kind of curious. Is there anybody in here that uses a cornucopia at Thanksgiving as sort of a, that doesn't surprise me at all? No, it doesn't. It doesn't surprise me at all that Sharon would raise her hand, I think that's, and I think that's awesome. But do you put it sort of as a display on your table? I figured that's what you were going to say. I honestly find that very fitting. We truly do live in the land of milk and honey, but here's the question. If the cornucopia didn't necessarily start out as something that God necessarily ordained, he definitely ordained that they use the shofar to blow as a horn, but if it becomes adopted later on as sort of a cornucopia, what would God think about that? Well, I think I can make a pretty good case that God would like that. Why? Well, I'll tell you why. Take your Bibles, if you would, and open up to Deuteronomy chapter 26. Open up to Deuteronomy chapter 26, if you would, because I'm, I didn't put this scripture on the, uh, on the screen. I, I don't mind that, but I kind of like having my Bible in my hand, too. All right, so if you would, go to Deuteronomy chapter 26, and I want you to read 11 verses with me, okay? Deuteronomy chapter 26, and I would like for you to read 11 verses with me, if you would, please. I'll give you just a second. All right, here we go. <clears throat> when you have entered the land, the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance and have taken possession of it and settled in it, take some of the first fruits of all that you produce from the soil of the land the Lord your God is giving you and put them in a basket. Now well, let's pay attention to that and put them in a basket. Then go to the place the Lord your God will choose as a dwelling for his name, and say to the priest in office at the time, I declare today to the, the, to the Lord your God that I have come to the land the Lord swore to our ancestors to give us. The priest shall take the basket from your hands, And set it down in front of the altar of the Lord your God. Then you shall declare before the Lord your God, My father was a wandering Aramean, and he went down into Egypt with a few people and lived there and became a great nation, powerful and numerous. But the Egyptians mistreated us and made us suffer, subjecting us to hard labor. Then we cried out to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, and the Lord heard our voice and saw our misery, toil, and oppression. So the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with great terror and with signs and wonders. He brought us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and now I bring the first fruits of the soil that you, Lord, have given me. I'd like to read that one more time, please. And now I bring the first fruits of the soil that you, Lord, have given me. Place the basket before the Lord your God and bow down before him. Then you and the Levites and the foreigners residing among you shall rejoice in all the good things the lord your god has given to you and your household oh my surely to goodness that resonates with us in the year 2019 that last verse then you and the levites and the foreigners residing among you shall rejoice in all the good things the lord your god has given to you and your household so if we go back here we go let's go back for a second so we go back on this slide here and we look at these jewish coins This is exactly, this is kind of exactly what I would expect to see. And I I figure you would expect to see the same thing. What do I see? What do I see coming out of the Horn of Plenty? Well, I'll tell you what I see. I see a stalk of maybe barley, or I see a stalk maybe of wheat. Because what would it have represented? It would have represented the first fruits of their crops, yes? Let's try that again. It would have represented the first fruits of their crops, yes? All right, well here we go, here we go, here we go. So how many of you this week, come on, how many of you this week are gonna celebrate Thanksgiving with family? I've got a really cool fact for how many calories you're gonna consume here in just a minute, but we'll wait for just a minute on that. So you're gonna get together with your family, and you are going to celebrate Thanksgiving, you're gonna celebrate a very American holiday, and when you were in school, and I know you think I'm jumping around, but you guys got to stick with me here for a minute. When you were in school, what did you learn about Thanksgiving? And what did you learn about the first Thanksgiving? You learned about people in the early colonies, and you learned about Indian tribes coming together and having a feast and having the first Thanksgiving, yes? Okay, so I want to wrap two ideas together. So I'm going to take, take a little artistic liberty here, Okay. I'm going to wrap two ideas together. So here are the two ideas that I'm going to wrap together. The first one is God in Deuteronomy told them to get a basket. He told them to get a basket. Now, my friends, hey, hey, I went hunting for baskets yesterday just for you. <laughs> and you know the funny thing? My wife says to me the other day, she says, hey, they got baskets at Goodwill. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right. I went, two bucks. (laughs) Not that you're not worth more than that, but two bucks. So is this a ram's horn? Uh, I don't know. I might beg to differ. I might beg to differ. I might offer up that this is a ram's horn. Now, here's what I decided to do. I decided to make this American and slightly Jewish at the same time. Now, why am I saying that? Well, because here's what I don't have in here. Hey, I don't have any barley in here, but here's what I do have. What do I have? I have some bread. Just a minute. What else do I have in here? well help me out what else do i have oh i have an orange very good very good now stick with me here what else do i have i have some cheese yes and 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 now jamie said i had to have these i started to not get them but then i got them because jamie said i had to have them what do i have here cranberries now see this is where we're we're sort of taking some we're kind of going americanized and jewish at the same time can we do that how about this one now i'm going to tell you boys and girls can anyone name this according to the ticket it's an acorn squash Now, you know what? I don't have a clue what the darn thing is, but it looks good. And I have absolutely no idea what you do with this thing. And since somebody's going to walk away with this basket today, maybe you should draw a face on it or something and set it on the table. I don't know. But it seems to me that it might be a good example of some harvest. What else? What else do we have in here? Well, I'll tell you what else we have in here. We have, and I figure since somebody's going to win this, they may not want me handling all their food, but we have two wonderful. What kind of apples are these again? Honeycrisp. Now, I may, hey, I may have went cheap on the basket, but I'm not going cheap on your apples. Yeah, you know, you're out already. And then, I hate to tell you this, but since it was kind of, I mean, and, and very thankful to God and very thankful for all this healthy food. But, I don't know, at some point it seemed like maybe it wasn't as fun as it should be. So, a very little known fact is there was a Native American tribe that really liked Hershey Kisses. Especially, they were very fond of the candy cane Hershey Kisses. And, and, and John, that's a little known American historical fact. You knew it? Okay, all right, all right, that's good. All right, now, before the lucky winner of this prize basket, oh, and by the way, there's just only one rule. For the lucky winner here in a minute, you can have the basket. The only thing you have to do is you have to run up front acting like you're on The Price is Right. (laughs) Now, before I give it to somebody, hey, here it is. You think I'm being silly. Maybe I am being a little bit silly, but here's what I'm going to say. God is a God of remembrance. God is a God that appreciates bounty. God is a God that wishes to be recognized for the bountiful blessings that he has given us. God is a God that I don't think God has any problem with you having a cornucopia on your table. And I don't think God has any problem with the horn of plenty. You know what I think? I think God would like for you to recognize how bountifully blessed we've been in this country. Can I have a hearty amen on that? I mean, there is no doubt in my mind God would want us to be thankful for the blessings that we have been given. And we have been blessed. This is America. And you can say what you want to, and I understand there's a little strip of country smaller than New Jersey called the Holy Land that is very important to our faith as well. But I also understand there's a chunk of ground called the United States of America that in many ways is the land of milk and honey. Take a look at your bulletin. Grab your bulletin. I thought about saying I'll give it to the best looking man in the crowd. All right, look at your bulletin. Go to the back of your bulletin. Someone's bulletin at the back and about in the middle says, gobble, gobble. Sharon, is that you? Sharon Fields, come on down. Now remember the rule. <laughs> i tell you what we'll settle for. When you get here, just go... There you go. Good job. Now, just give her a hand. Come on. Yay. Now, I have a question for you, and my question is very simple, and I'm being being very, very serious. My question is very simple because I think today is a day of reflection for all of us. Can we rejoice in all the good things that God has given each of our households? I'm going to say some things, and you're going to think it sounds crazy, but I mean this from the bottom of my heart. Every one of us in here have potable water. You know what I mean by that we go to the sink we can draw water out and we can drink it we don't have to worry about whether we can drink it or not we go to our sink and we draw out water and we drink it you know what we have heat or we have cool you know it's funny because because my wife and I are like on the opposite ends of the spectrum right now She's like she likes it freezing. I mean, and so every morning, I am so thankful when that when when the when the alarm finally sounds and it's time to get up and I run in, here's what I do. I run in, I turn the heater up about 10 degrees and I run back. And I jump back in bed and I lay there until it's warm enough for a sane human being to get up. <laughs> I'm thankful. For that heat. I mean, you may think it sounds crazy, but I am. I'm thankful for electricity. I'm thankful for warm covers. I'm thankful for for food on the table. You know, you know what I've come to be thankful for? And some of you in here will identify with this and some of you won't. And I understand that. But you want to know something that I'm very thankful for now. And I bet you there are a lot of you in here. You'll know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm thank. I'm so thankful sometimes when just the four of us are at home and we're just sitting around the kitchen table just talking and eating. The Bible says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. I want to show you one more thing. How many of you in here are familiar with this picture? I'm being serious. How many of you in here, before we pray, how many of you in here have seen this picture before? Okay, do, now, can I tell you something? Many of you have probably seen a painting of this. Well, let me give you a little history on this. This was not a painting. The original item was a picture. The title of this picture is grace. Oh, by the way, would it also interest you to know that this is the Minnesota state picture? This is the Minnesota state picture. It is a picture called grace. It was taken by a man by the name of Eric Enstrom. By the way, would it also interest you to know that the old man in the picture was simply a peddler. He came in to Mr. Enstrom's place of business, peddling his wares. When he came in, the story goes that Mr. Enstrom looked at him and he saw a face, and here's what he said, I saw a face that was free of, of conflict. I saw a face that that just was was pure. And he asked this old man, he asked this old man, can I take your picture? And the old man said yes. And he went to the table and he laid down some porridge and some bread. Oh, and by the way, um, a dictionary. And he said to the man, he said, can I take your picture? But here's what he said later. He said that the old man kneeled into his prayer as if it was something that he had done his entire life he said i took the picture thinking that i was going to win an award i took the picture to a competition and i didn't win anything but i set the picture in the storefront of my shop and it began to sell And later on, his daughter began to paint the picture. Now the picture is famous. And what a beautiful picture it is. Now here's the funny thing about this story that I'm telling you. It's true. Number two, I didn't know the story. I just knew I liked the painting. Let's pray together a true prayer of thankfulness. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you today and we say thank you. Truly, every one of us here, we are so blessed, God. We are so blessed to live in the country that we live in. We are so blessed to have the brothers and sisters. There are so many fine people attending this congregation, Lord. Salt of the earth we are so thankful to have one another we are thankful that we have our families heavenly father we are thankful for the basic amenities here we have a picture of a man who was thankful for bread and gruel heavenly father not only do you supply our needs but you also give us many of our wants you are truly a gracious lord Heavenly Father, you are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of our adoration. The Bible says that we bring to you the sacrifice of praise and the fruit of our lips. Heavenly Father, we give you the fruit of our lips. You are awesome. You are omnipotent. You are omniscient. Heavenly Father, you are the creator. You are the sustainer. Heavenly Father, you are righteous. Heavenly Father, you are holy. Heavenly Father, you are in all yet above all. Heavenly Father, you sustain us with your powerful word. Heavenly Father, you are mighty. You are the great I am. We bow in your presence. We offer up our words of thanksgiving. We offer up our words of praise. We offer up our prayers and petitions with thanksgiving in our heart. Because truly, Lord, no matter what is going on in our lives, we still have very much to be thankful for. Oh, Heavenly Father, you are so mindful of your creation. We thank you, Lord, and we truly love you. And all God's people said, amen. Amen. All right, now, I want to take a little bit of a twist just for a minute and have a little bit of fun. So here we go. Let's have a little bit of fun for a second. I'm going to share some really fun facts with you about Thanksgiving. So you might find this interesting, you might not, but look at fact number one. Thanksgiving is ranked as America's second most popular holiday after Christmas. Now look at fact number two. Americans eat 46 million turkeys. 46 million turkeys, which is roughly 535 million pounds of turkey. <laughs> We're going to consume 535 million pounds of turkey in one day. Do not tell me. We do not live in the land of plenty. Check this out. Now, now, now. well, okay, well, I'll get my cart ahead of my horse. I've been sent to deliver a message. All right, no, I, wanna, I, want you to, I want you to see this right here, okay? An estimated 50 million pumpkin pies are eaten on Thanksgiving. But look at number four, because this really, this really gets me. It says the average American will consume about 4,500 calories, about 3,000 for the meal, and about 1,500 for snacking. Lester, you're gonna be running for the next four years. Now, why did I share that with you? Well, I thought you might get a chuckle, but I tell you why really why I shared it with you. Look, how many of you in here agree with me that we are we are blessed? I'm serious. How many of you in here agree that we are we are truly blessed? And you know what? If that's nothing else that we if we don't take anything else out of today's sermon than that, I think there's nothing wrong with that. We are blessed. God has poured our cornucopia until it overflows. Our cup overflows. God has given us so much. He has given us so much to be thankful for. Take your books, if you would, your song books. Take your song books, if you would, please. Pull them out. We're going to go old school here. Take your song book out, and if you would, open it up to number 742. Open your songbook up to number seven forty-two. Okay, now I'm going to ask you to indulge me here in a minute, but before I do, take your songbooks out if you would. Open up to seven forty-two, and all I want you to do for just a minute is I just want you to I just want you to read with me. Okay, I just want you to read or read as I whatever. But here we go. Look, when upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed when you are discouraged thinking all is lost count your many blessings name them one by one and it will surprise you what the lord hath done hey how many of you would agree let's look at the second verse are you ever burdened with a load of care Does the cross seem heavy? You are called to bear. Count your many blessings. Every doubt will fly. And you will be singing as the days go by. Look at your last verse. So amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged. God is over all. Count your many blessings, angels will attend. Help and comfort give you to your journey's end. Now everyone, how about we go back to that first verse? Do me a favor. Can we stand? Can we stand? When upon life's billows you are tempest-tossed, When you are discouraged, thinking all is lost, Count your many blessings, name them one by one, And it will surprise you what the Lord hath done count your blessings name them one by one count your blessings see what god has done count your blessings name them one by one count your many See what God hath done. Are you ever burdened with a load of care? Does the cross seem heavy? You are called to bear. Count your many blessings, every doubt will fly. And you will be singing as the days go by. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God hath done. Count your blessings, name them. your many blessings, see what God hath done. So amid the conflict, whether great or small, do not be discouraged, God is over all. Count your many blessings, angels will attend. Help and comfort give you to your journeys. In. Count your blessings, name them one by one. Count your blessings, see what God has done. Count your blessings. Name them one by one. Count your many blessings, see what God hath done. Now, verse 2, just, are you ever burdened with a load of care? Hey, there's too many people in here. Come on, there's too many people. There's too much going on. There's a load of care amongst some of our brothers and sisters. And when you have that burden and that load of care upon you, it's hard to be thankful. I understand that. I understand that. God has given us so much. He's given us so much. The cross does seem heavy that we're called to bear. Count your many blessings, every doubt will fly, and you will be singing as the days go by. You may be seated. So let's count. Now this is either going to go quick or not, doesn't matter to me. Let's count. Someone give me something to be thankful for. Family. What? Health. Amen. A job. Who said that? Okay. I'm going to come back to that one here in a minute. I like that. I like them all. Family. Health. Job. What? Life. Amen. Freedom. Amen. Salvation. Food, and I know your grandma can cook good food. What? Air conditioning. What'd you say? Mom. Oh, hey, he's the favorite child now. You better better got some catching up to do now, buddy. good friends, sunshine, amen, oh, nothing lifts your spirits like sunshine, amen, good friends, family, freedom, food, snow, (laughs) how'd you guys ever elect him elder? All right, snow for the crazy people, all right, what? Libraries, okay, okay. Your home. Hey, what about your church home? No, seriously, how many of you in here are thankful for the Mitchell Church of Christ? Yeah. You know what, I think that's interesting because someone raises their hand that hasn't even been here very long, and that's awesome. Some of you have been here for years. You've been here for a long time. You have roots that are very deep. You know what, I'm thankful. Hey, 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 hold her up. Are we thankful for youth? Amen. Amen. Hey, it's funny because I see you out of the corner of my eyes. I see you people and you're going like, you know, know, it's like teaching. I see everyone. And so when you're sitting back there going like this, (laughs) making your goo goo faces, I see them. That's okay. Hey, that's okay. That's okay. Now, you're going to laugh because I'm going to share a picture with you because, and I'm not even saying this is a good example. But but it's just I just share personal experiences with you sometimes because it's just, you know, I, I, well, here it is. I you know, I'm sorry. I can't share David's personal life experiences with you because I didn't have them. Right. So the only ones I'm going to share with you are the ones that I've had. So I'm going to share a picture with you and you maybe get a little bit of a chuckle, but I'll explain why I'm sharing it with you. Um, and I didn't tell Jamie I was going to. I may be in trouble. So, so here it is. I, I, make, I make no secrets when I tell you this. Tuesday, we went to the State House, and I don't know if you watch the news or not, but we were in that sea of 15,000 plus people. We were in that sea of red. And I'll tell you why we were in that sea of red. We were in that sea of red because I find myself increasingly disenchanted with the people that we've elected. Now, I'm not going to turn this into a, I'm not going to turn this into a, uh, uh, try, to, try to do a party sermon or a, or a political sermon or something like that, but I find myself, I find myself disgruntled. I find myself a little bit unhappy. I find myself, you know, so, so yes, I think the most, that you make your voice known. You speak. Yeah, I went to the school board meeting the other night and I spoke at the school board meeting. Because I hate to see, and I'll go on record as saying this too I hate to see all those country schools close. I do. And maybe that is what's best. I don't know. Here's what I know I know that the older I get, the more disenchanted I get. And then I have to have a reality check. Well, I was hoping that would get a laugh anyway. <laughs> I used to go to church with, a, with, a, with an older woman who, she was so in love with Elvis Presley. I don't know how many times a year she'd go down to Tennessee to see the Elvis Presley impersonator. So she probably would have been cheering right then. But, you know, here it is. I have to have this reality check, and the reality check that I have to have is, hey, here it is. The reality check that I have to have is that I am very, very blessed. I have a good family. I have an awesome family. I have an awesome church family. I live in a great community. God has given me a good job. He has given me not only what I need, he's also supplied many of my wants. It's okay to get a little frustrated, but it's probably not okay to lose sight of the big picture. which I sometimes do. Now, I'm going to wrap this up. I may not go all the way to the end, but I wanted to share this with you because I think it is true. I just saw it when I was putting my sermon together. It says, the older I get, the more I realize I just need the simple things in life, a comfy home, good food on the table, and surrounded by the people that I love. And I just have to say, I think there's probably a great deal of truth to that. A comfy home, good food, and surrounded by the people that I love. Now, I want to show you three verses, and then I'm going to conclude. So here you go. All you got to do is read them with me, and then I'm going to conclude. So here it is. Three verses. I would, if you would, I'd just appreciate it if you would look at the screen and read. You don't have to read them out loud. Just read them with me enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise give thanks to him and praise his name enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise give thanks to him and praise his name i thought daniel you know it was funny though daniel i gotta tell you a while ago when you told us I thought it was a great idea, and you said, you know, you said, we need to start out kind of soft, and we need to kind of come into a rushing crescendo. We need to get loud at the end. Well, when, and it was my own fault, but when you, when you said that, I didn't realize it was three slides, so I was like, I was getting loud on the first slide. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I, I felt like, and then I thought, well, I'm really getting loud on this first slide. I don't think, I'm going to be really shouting at the end here. <laughs> okay, but you want to know the funny thing about that? Maybe we should be shouting at the end. Hey, maybe we should be shouting. Maybe we should be jumping up and down. Maybe we should be yelling this off of our rooftops. Maybe we should be telling God how thankful we are to him. And maybe we shouldn't be afraid to be loud. With praise and thanksgiving, they sang to the Lord, He is good. His love toward Israel endures forever. And then a verse that we used earlier in the sermon, and I want to use it one more time as our closing verse. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. With thanksgiving, present your request to God. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you with thanksgiving in our heart. Heavenly Father, we say to you, thank you for being such a mighty God. We say thank you, Lord, for giving us such plenty. We say thank you, God, for the basket, for the horn of plenty that overflows. We say thank you, God, for all the amenities and for all the simple things. But we also say thank you, God, for the things that really matter, for a good church home, for a good home, for food on the table. Heavenly Father, you have blessed us immeasurably. Our cup truly runneth over. We come into your courts and we shout at the top of our voices our, our thanksgiving to you, God. And as we go into this week, help us and help us be with our families and help us to promote this within our families and help us to pray and help us while we celebrate and while we consume our 4,500 calories, help us to remember with thanksgiving in our heart what you have done for us. For Lord, you are worthy of our praise. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. In Jesus' precious and holy name we all pray. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. You are forever. Before time, we are a vapor, you are eternal, love everlasting, reigning on high. Holy, holy, Lord God Almighty. you were able to